Jack of All Nerds is recorded in front of a dead studio audience. It's 8 p.m., kitties, and you know what that means. Guy love, he's mine, I'm his. There's nothing gay about it in our eyes. You puny rangers, make my monster grow! Oh no, guys! It's Bill Vitor! We need Krispy Kreme Megazord power now! Welcome back to more cooking with Bane. Oh, you think grilling is your ally? Now's not the time to sear. That comes later. <laughs> Are you the doctor? Uh, no, I'm the nurse. Where is he? You've been listening to the G Spot, where we play nothing but Kenny G classics for a two-hour block of time. Due to explicit content, listener discretion is advised. On with the show. Welcome to the Jack of All Nerds. Ah, ah, ah. I don't know. Stop it. <laughs> it's so I, bad. I want to suck your blood because whiskey gives me heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have no idea what's going on. Oh, it's vampires. Yes. 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 I'm not even going to try it because it's going to be even worse. You're supposed to chime in with your Keanu Reeves. It's Dracula, please. I am a real estate agent. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Oh, we are I don't firing uh, on all cylinders tonight. So, welcome to the Jack of All Nerds. <laughs> I am the Jack of All Nerds. I'm the Jack of All Nerds. Count ah, Jackula. Ah, ah. Count Jackula. That sounds so dirty. Wow. I feel yeah. like we've done that bit before. Have we? Yeah. Count Jackula? We've done the teeth, and I think Count Jackula came out, and it might have been... That sounds about I mean, right. he didn't come out like... <laughs> you, maybe he did. I'm not sure. Who come knows? out of nerdy closets. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. I, I want like to suck your... Forget about it. Right. Don't ask questions. <laughs> Don't tell. Uh, yes, and wow. with me, as always, is Garth. Uh, <laughs> hey. I guess. <laughs> Mr. Derek Murray, everybody. Hello, everybody. I like you said that like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> like it's as close as to a vampire as I get. Uh, I mean, it's pretty spot on, I feel like. It just without the fangs. Yes. He's, he's proper. And in the booth, Mr. Danny Anthony. Hi. Hey. <laughs> um, Nerd. Hey. So if you're listening to this uh, with your ears and not with your eyes, and you're wondering... What the fuck is going on with your voice right now? <laughs> so I am wearing vampire fangs. And if you're watching on Twitch, you can maybe see that. Just give him a smile, yeah. yeah I don't maybe. Think I don't think I it's can. how you smile. <coughs> I don't think it's how you no. smile either. What, is there, there's one over here? Is there, uh, which, yeah, there is uh, to your... Here? <laughs> just to your 7 o'clock. Right there. Right in the corner. Right there. If you look, you can see it. <laughs> that right here? No, not that one. <laughs> not that one's not on. The other Which, one. Right here. Seven o'clock. There, there you go. Hey. Ah, there it is. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I'm just going to do that the entire show. Just, yeah. <laughs> Did somebody so get an ouchie? That's, that's the vampire sound. <laughs> or, a, or a cat sound. They sound like really pissed off cats they for do. some reason. They do. That's the vampire thing. That's true. No, it is. You bear the fang and then you're like. <laughs> it is. 
Which makes sense why they don't get along with werewolves. <laughs> I feel like this episode is going to be something special, guys. <laughs> it's already started off with a bang. Uh, anyway, uh, if you're wondering what's with all the vampire stuff, guys, well, as it turns out, uh, I am one. Um, who knew? Pale I, complexion. I it all makes sense. Aversion to sunlight. <laughs> I, I do cast a reflection, though. That's weird. That's but anyway, true. That's, you do show up in pictures <laughs> on my phone. I do, but I always look terrible. So it's, <laughs> um, so tonight on the show, we uh, we have calling in around the 830 block. We have Jenny Youngs and Kristen Russo from the Buffering the Vampire Slayer podcast calling in to talk about their show. Uh, if you are not familiar with it, it is a show where they basically, each episode... They have watched an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and they kind of break it down. Like they delve into, you know, the, the messages of the episode, the fashion of the episode, the relationships of the characters, all kinds of good stuff. Um, it's a lot of fun. So if you're into Buffy, then I strongly suggest you check it out. I strongly suggest you check it out. <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to talk. You, you sound like I the Mad Hatter from like Disney's Alice sound. in Wonderland. I'm gonna make him a vampire. He can't refuse. I gotta find a way to talk when it doesn't sound like I got a lisp. <laughs> it's not working. It's, no, it's no, not working. it's not working. It's not working. Remember, because we had the discussion about why the fuck do people find vampires sexy when they talk like this? When they sound like, "Hey, hi there." <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of the 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 mystery. <laughs> That's why they don't talk very much. Like, and, and the hypnosis. All the, all the big vampires, like the Draculas and stuff. Very little talking. Very little talking. <laughs> it's all it's all in the stairs and yeah. the eyes. The, blah. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> they also don't always have them out, right? No. No. That's I think that's a thing retractable thing. That's more modern, that's a modern so vampire. that people could the, talk. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. And I mean and I'm wearing some pretty small fangs. They are, because you don't even still... have like the whole you know retainer yeah <laughs> you just have one on each tooth and he's not yeah. drooling uncontrollably which is no. yeah, right. thing. yeah so like if, if, you, if you watch it i hate to use this as a basis but true blood anytime their fangs are out you can't understand a single goddamn word they're saying that's true that is very true yeah so that's uh yeah that's that is i don't know how long i'm gonna wear these tonight but um we'll see how I, it goes. I, I, I feel they're gonna be coming out around the 830 block i yeah. feel like i don't think you want to interview with fangs are you sure are you though? sure it'd be an interview with a vampire see what you did there thank you okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's now time to talk about the people who allow us to be here my accent keeps changing uh, <laughs> Where the fuck are you from? <laughs> I had no idea Vlad was from so many foreign places. He, he's traveled a lot in his a thousand years of... That's right, I'm international, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, anyway... <laughs> I can't, I can't even do Roadhouse now. Danny. I got you. I got yeah, you. Please, please. First up, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. I almost can't say Roadhouse. Good. So. Roadhouse. Danny, uh, can you please do a uh, a uh, vampire? Yes, for, yes, yes. Yes, thank you. Conveniently located off the 210 freeway at the Day Creek exit in Rancho Cucamonga, California. The Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> as, 
has nightly food specials, drink specials, live entertainment, pub trivia, karaoke, all kinds of good stuff. More information, visit facebook.com forward slash E Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Ah, ah, ah. Also, check out. I'm sorry. Also, check out The Dinner Detective, America's largest interactive murder mystery dinner show. Enjoy a fabulous four course meal while solving a hilarious murder investigation. For more information, visit thedinnerdetective.com. And if you're purchasing tickets for the Claremont, California location, use the promo code CRIME to get a $5 discount. Oh, yeah. All right. Also, check out Four Color Fantasies comic book store located in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Uh, it's an awesome store, guys. They do a lot of cool events coming up here in November. They're going to have back-to-back private screenings Woo! for both Thor, Ragnarok, and the Justice League. Uh, yeah. One of those I'm excited for. <laughs> Can you tell which one? But uh, tickets run about 28 bucks per person. They include a T-shirt, a goodie bag, a raffle ticket. They give away all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. So you definitely want to be there for that and check it out. And we'll be there, too, doing our thing. Yeah. Live, sans fangs. Um, <laughs> I love I love how much you are trying to over-enunciate your words to yes. compensate for the fangs. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, that's sponsors, guys. Yeah. Perfect timing. Was it perfect was. Timing. Was it almost as if I planned it that way? No. That's quite for you, see? Huh? <laughs> Alright, whatever. I want to suck your blood, see? Oh, God. <laughs> Sam Ace, vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, gumshoe. I want to suck your blood, see? There can only be one of us. <laughs> I'll run all you vampires out of town. <laughs> what is that? Is that garlic? Garlic? <laughs> I like garlic. It's coitins for you. Coitins. It's coffins for you. Coffins here. There you go. No. No. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anywho. Wow. That's about enough yeah, of that. All right. Uh, current events, guys. Anything? Anything? I, Nothing? It never came back to me. I don't have it. Okay. Well, the only thing that I know of for sure is that I exist. And <laughs> therefore you, you are. Yes. Therefore you are? Yeah. All right, Descartes. Yes. Nice. Therefore, I am vampire. Uh, <laughs> Just when this, we think we're out, he sucks us is, back uh, in. This is the most ridiculous opening to this show we've had in a very long time. <laughs> I think they're all ridiculous. I'm a part of I it. I mean, they're all pretty ridiculous, but this... <laughs> this is this is something else. This, this one takes the there. taco. It really yeah. does. Yeah. Um, taco! Uh, uh, anyway, all right, moving on. So... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's diabetic stuff happening with me right now. Who knows? I'm gonna blame Which, it. I'm gonna blame it on that. What you should have done? Too was much you sugar. Got, you should have got the free diet coke that she was doing that hard sell on what for you. Hell? I don't know. I'm just trying to make suggestions, Mike. The last victim I drank from did not have much sugar in their blood. A vampire is also a diabetic. <laughs> Can we write this, please? And he's from the 1920s. <laughs> he's from the 1920s. Tell me, uh, how's your pancreas working? See? All right, get on over here. I'm gonna bite you. He can't take insulin like a regular diabetic. He's got <laughs> he's got to suck the blood of Ooh. other diabetics. So, wow. um, either this last week at some point or late last week, there was a a photo released of Domino. And the internet lost its shit. It, it absolutely did. Now, here's the weird part about this business, 
is they were losing their shit over her hair. Yeah. Like, that was their problem, was the hair. Yeah. The hair didn't even, like, it didn't even occur to me that that's not normal. What was bugging the fuck out of me is the moment I saw it, I was like, barf? <laughs> <laughs> When you, Not in here, you will. No, when you put those pictures side by side, I was like, holy shit, who allowed this? Yeah. And I'm like, how, how did no one else see this yeah. comparison? Like, it's bad. She looks like John Candy from Spaceballs. Yeah. Well, no, when you first does. threw up the picture, I was just like, is somebody doing like a cosplay? What, what is? Because I didn't even put together that it was Domino. I was like, that is too good of a, a Mog impression. Yeah, it's, it's pretty solid. To be considered anything but. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the internet was just the hair. That was it. They were like, no afros on Domino. <laughs> we don't have any of it, see? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was not, yeah. it was not good. Um, uh, but yeah, that picture did pretty well. But I just don't, I don't understand. I don't. Because uh, look, they already, I mean, when they announced that she was going to play Domino, we already did the race thing where the internet lost their shit because She's black. I, I maybe guess I'm just, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just out of the loop because I had no fucking idea who was who was playing Domino. I don't. I still don't out. even know who she is. Neither. No. Uh, who the actress is? Like I. But to me, it was just like, I, guys, why do you? Why is this an issue? And maybe she won't have an afro the whole time, and then you can be pissed about that, or I don't know. Yeah. But that she uh, looked fine to me. Yeah, but yeah, the internet is they they're not having it. Nope. And uh, well, hey. there's one thing Ryan Reynolds listens to. It's the internet. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. And my my biggest problem with her look is that all it would take is to make that eye patch black like it's supposed to be in the fucking yeah. comics. Like, and I know, like in some, there's some variation where it's like a grayish color mm-hmm. not, and not black. But either way, well, I think it they shouldn't look like um, you know, from my my little puppy or whatever the fuck the show was. Oh, you're talking pound about pound puppies? She shouldn't look like she's the fucking pound puppies. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Well, I think I think the big thing is uh, because she's African American, like, and Domino is usually portrayed as pasty white in the comics. Like that's why they went with the white dot instead of a black dot. That's my it's, only guess. It was a poor choice. They chose poorly. <laughs> that's gonna be a thing on the show. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so that's the only thing I had. Uh, I don't think anything else. Well, I, look, there's a thing. There is a thing. Uh-huh. There was a movie that came out this weekend. Oh, yeah. Things, yes. Called The Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. And, uh, our British counterparts subjected themselves to it. And, um, they didn't hate it, but it's not a good movie. Uh, yes. And, uh, I can sum up, I can really just sum up the whole movie for you. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to see it. Okay. And this is, this is how, this is pretty much the plot and everything to The Dark Tower. Matthew McConaughey. The Dark Tower says you cannot touch. I think I see a lot of lawbreakers out there. All right, all right, all right. That's the movie. That is pretty much the that's, plot of the I mean, movie. There's, there's some it's, other people in it. And... No, no, that's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. You know, Idris Elba does something, I'm sure. Yeah, well, he's, he's you know, yeah. he's, he's, the he's, the he's the law. He's the law. He's the law. He's the law. It it actually all makes a lot of yeah, sense there, there when, you, when all, you break it down. Yeah, if you've seen it, it, you'd know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, there are a lot of lawbreakers out there. Yep. yep. So it, it all it all uh, comes together. Matthew in one. McConaughey being Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Solid. Solid. So, <laughs> all been, right. I've been taking down the dark tower long before it was cool. Long before anybody <laughs> paid me to do it. 
I believe that about him. I, I, yeah, I, 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 do, I do too. I do. I do too. I just wonder, like, how come Lincoln didn't approach him after Lincoln Lawyer to do that commercial? Huge Why, missed, why'd they wait for Interstellar? Huge, huge missed opportunity. Yes. Missed opportunity. Because they didn't realize the the raw potential of his performance until he was like, Murph! Uh, <laughs> Murph! Talk to me, Murph! Total rip-off of uh, Top Gun there. <laughs> I need to hear you, Murph! Murph! Murph. Fuck names their kid Murph. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Nolan. Matthew McConaughey. Get it together, Chris. Just so Nolan. we can say Murph. So, yeah, so that's a thing that happened this weekend. I don't know how it's done uh, at the box office, but that's uh, that's something. Well, it's got to be doing better than the Emoji movie. The, oh, did that come out this weekend? Uh, <laughs> last weekend, I think it and was. I think it was immediately pulled. Can, it can be summed as a summed up as a poop emoji? Uh, <laughs> I yes. think it can. Yeah, it, I think Except it, without flies buzzing around it, because even the flies don't want any piece I, of that I shit. I think at one point it actually held a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Like the it, elusive it was, 0%. Yeah, it was uh, one of the worst films to come out, and I didn't even see it. That whole film is going to get a Raspberry Award. Yeah, That's oh, strong. for sure. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's... Uh... Yeah, let's. Shall we do some blast from the past? Yeah. And in honor of our guests calling into the show in a little oh. bit, we all chose vampire films. <laughs> and I think uh, going from most recent to least recent, uh, I believe we're starting with me. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, because I chose John Carpenter's Vampires. Fuck yes. Uh, from nineteen ninety eight. And uh, if you're not familiar with this film, uh, James Woods. <laughs> plays Jack Crow. What is it with John Carpenter and his heroes named Jack? I'm not really sure. He is a fan of that, isn't like he? Like foul mouth heroes. Yeah, just foul mouth heroes all named Jack. Yeah. And uh but I mean it's a winning combo because I love all those characters. Yeah. He James Woods is probably hands down my favorite vampire hunter mm-hmm. from any film. Yeah. Uh and it's not even that good a film. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, you Mike. When you saw this movie, did you get a little wood? I did. Mahogany. Mahogany? <laughs> Ebony? Teak. Teak. Are you possessed by demons? <laughs> so, so he plays a vampire hunter who works for the Catholic Church, and uh, they're they. You know, the film opens with them taking out a nest. They think there's going to be a master vampire there. There's not, because uh, it was a fucking trap. They were set up, and the master shows up, kills everybody. Uh, there's you know before all the death, there's tits and yeah celebrating in, in your typical R-rated fashion. Yep. And, uh, and then Bobby Elvis dies. getting split in half. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> dies, um, except for James Woods and um, the, the most successful Baldwin brother, <laughs> Daniel Baldwin. Um, what happened to him? There is only one Baldwin, he, and that's Daniel. Well, he grew into twice as the size he is in this film, and then he disappeared off the... <laughs> the screen somewhere but anyway so they survive there's also a prostitute who gets bit by the master valak mm-hmm. um and so they use her they escape and they use her as like a link she has a bond with him before she turns into a vampire to track him down uh, long story short it turns out that someone one of the high ups in the catholic church was in on it the whole time you know was working with the vampire because he the vampire is trying... It turns out they created him. The Catholic Church created the vampire by trying to do this weird exorcism thing. Went wrong. Um, the ritual was never completed, so the vampire wants to complete the ritual because then he'll be able to walk in the daylight. 
And that's really the dream. Of every vampire. Of every yeah. vampire ever. Just to walk in, in, in daytime. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I just want to get a tan like everybody else. World. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... Singing and tanning. <laughs> pretty much. Yep. So What's that word again? Sun. <laughs> So uh, basically, yeah, this this high up in the in the Catholic Church, Cardinal, he wants immo- he wants immortality. He's getting old, and so he's betrayed everyone to help this vampire finish the ritual. And uh, of course, it doesn't work out, and uh, everybody dies, except except our hero, except James Woods, plucky hero, and, and and the kind of stingy yet lovable priest. Yes, yes, who. Uh, He's very naive. Let's call him that. <laughs> yeah. um, but this film, like, again, it is not a great film, mm-hmm. like, visually. I remember when I saw it, there's a scene where all the master vampires come rising up out of the dirt, and they're all in black, and you're like, oh, shit! Upon rewatching it, you're like, yeah, that's okay. All right. That's... <laughs> They they had a budget. They clearly had a budget. Here. Yeah, there's um, a, there's a couple of of moments like that when yeah. you when you rewatch this. And look, I personally still think the movie is incredibly enjoyable. Oh yeah, um, for sure. And I, that is attributed to James Woods himself because he is just he is a scene stealer every single time he's on camera. He's the yeah. hands down the best the, part of the movie. The thing I love best about this movie, other than uh, James Woods, um, is how their portrayal of how every like ghost town in like the West. Looks exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so that being said, I know we got to get through this quickly. I am giving it a blast. Nice. Because uh, like I said, it's I hadn't seen it in a very long time. And while, again, it's not the greatest of films, I still found it very enjoyable all the way through. So, cool. All right, guys. Moving right along. Uh, next up, I believe, is you, Derek. Ooh, I didn't know this. this 1994. Uh, I went with the classic interview with the vampire. Uh, starring Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. Um, Tom Cruise plays Lestat, uh, who in turn uh, turns Brad Pitt's character, uh, Louis, into a vampire. The movie opens with Christian Slater, who's you know clearly the best part of the film. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's it's Louis recounting his story of how he became a vampire. He's telling the story to this journalist, uh, and Lestat basically. Uh, turns him into a vampire because he's an asshole and he just wants to, like, it, it's honestly one of my favorite Tom Cruise roles, um, because he really is just a dick the entire yeah. movie. Uh, and all he wants to do is break, because when Louis first becomes a vampire, he doesn't actually want to feed. He, he doesn't want to hurt people. He never wanted it in the first place. Um, and so he works really hard to not do it. And Lestat goes through to great lengths to make sure that he actually kills someone. Um, so they, they, it, it's just the story of him through the years. Um, he meets a number of other vampires. Uh, the first person he ends up actually turning is very young 10 year old Kirsten Dunst, um, which becomes a huge issue, uh, for him. Um, but honestly, it has some, uh, great lines. Um, I didn't read the book, and I, I never or the book series really, because it's all really the, it's all about Lestat. Look, there's one of those uh, where generally the book is better than the movie. Yeah, I think this is one of those rare instances where it is not. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and agree with and, you. And anyone who's an Anne Rice fan probably is cussing right now. Oh, I'm sure, but screaming to the heavens. I don't care. Look, there there is there I, there's nothing in that book that has Tom Cruise going. There's life in the old lady yet. Um. That, that's, it just doesn't exist in the book. So, 
clearly the film is better. Um, but you know what? Even on a rewatch, uh, this, uh, this movie is really good. Uh, all of those guys are really young. Um, but they actually do a really good job. Uh, even Tom Cruise, who's, he's great. He's yeah. honestly, he's really, really good. Right. And I think this was in that time period when like, this is before he went crazy, but it's in that time period where people were like, I don't think you can act. And like, he, he attempted this and I don't think he got enough credit for mm-hmm. how good he was. I think in retrospect, people watch it now and they're like, Oh no, he fucking held his own. I mean, he's not Stuart Townsend. Well, no, of shut course. the fuck up. God damn I mean, it. who is though? You know, who is? Uh, yeah. Not even Stuart Townsend is Stuart Townsend. <laughs> God uh, but no, there's also, it. there's a, there's a great, uh, kind of supporting role, uh, with Antonio Mendez, who is, again, one of those guys that just, when he shows up in mm. something, he's a fuck. You know yeah. shit's gonna go down. You're <laughs> just, you're always like, I'm, I can, you, can it just be about you? And I like, think, I think what, what I really like is that, uh, he, some of Antonio's most classic lines come from this movie. You know, Bucho, he could be anywhere. I, I don't, I don't, I think that's Desperado? That was actually Zorro and Desperado mixed together. <laughs> we are sons of Mexico. So. I figure, I'm gonna fuck it up. I, I go big. Go yeah. big or go home. Just, just make one line oh. of all of his movies. No, the one line, um, I return to you, my flower. <laughs> a changed bee. <laughs> all I really remember about him in that film is the kind of subtle, uh, you know, him and Louie and the stat and the gayness. Uh, oh yeah, no. There's a lot of that. Yeah, because that's a lot that's of... a thing in in all, like across all her books. Yeah, and it's not just it's not a thing. It's not actually a question of sexuality. Is what it is the way her vampires work is mm-hmm. they're it's just they they have that kind of bond like uh, yeah to like a it's some weird connection through being a vampire. Yeah, I guess because you know you're supposed to like the way Louis describes when he first becomes a vampire. He sees right. the night differently. Sees the night differently. So yeah, they just right. have this weird connection with each other. But yeah. in the movie where he's like with the flame and he's like, <sighs> and you're like, <laughs> you're like calm, calm down. It is that there, fire. It is very homoerotic sometimes. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna give this movie a blast. Um, I hadn't watched it in a while, and watching it again, honestly, I really enjoyed it. Okay. All right, Danny. That uh, leaves you no time. No uh, time. Go ahead. Uh, so I did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, yeah. the 1993? 92. 92. Yep. Yeah. Um, what originally brought my eye to this, other than Christy, Christy Swanson at the time, because um, <laughs> was that Paul Rubens was in it. Oh. And I thought you were like Donald Sutherland. Donald, no, big, Donald, big fan of that big guy. Big fan of that guy. Uh, no, Paul Rubens. Um, and this, I was, you know, still kind of a young kid. And so seeing Pee Wee <laughs> in like a, Badass kind of funny, yeah. Villain role was just kind of awesome. Um, he has some of the best lines in this movie, um, like uh, "You ruined my new jacket." Yeah. Kill him a lot. Uh, uh, oh uh, yeah, his death scene in this movie uh, is worth the price of admission. <laughs> um, it really. Is. But to go on, uh, I mean, Luke Perry, Rucker Howard, Donald Sutherland, yep. uh, just like a great like '90s cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love this movie. It's got a great mix of, uh, I guess, action and comedy. Um, Christy Swanson kind of kills it. Um, I know she did a lot of her own kind of fighting. Well, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no disrespect to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but it's, it's pretty obvious. Uh, they did not bring in a stunt coordinator to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even Luke Perry and David Arquette. Uh, oh, yeah. they're both really good as comic relief and as kind of like the sidekick yeah. in Luke Perry. Um, but all that, yeah, I, I still give it a blast to this day. Yeah. Okay. 
Three blasts. Woo! Woo! We're on a roll. It's we like vampires, are. guys. Yay! We also did choose movies we already enjoy. We That's all kind of cheated. That is true. Yeah. I, yeah, because, well, it was one of those where I either was, I was going to go with vampires or I was going to go with near dark, um, which is, uh, oh man, who's in that? Lance Henriksen, uh, Bill Paxton. It's like, wow. it's like half the cast of Aliens. It's <laughs> 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 like, What's uh what's her face who played uh Vasquez is oh, really? Yeah, yeah it, it, seriously when you look at that what? and you look at the cat you're like and I it may James Cameron may be involved in it in some way I'm, I'm thinking not sure. he had to be but well, yeah. it's just somebody really loved aliens wow yeah maybe who knows when did the, when did that come out uh near dark is it helps if you spell it correctly by the way uh, came out 87. Mm. So right around the same time as Aliens. 1987. Aliens, yes. what, came out 87 too, right? Uh, or is it Oh, shit. It's, that's the connection. It's directed by Catherine Bigelow. Ah. Uh, no, it is not. It, it absolutely is. How okay. have I never heard of this movie? I, I don't know. Adrian Pastar's in it. Yeah, Jeanette Goldstein. It's crazy. You should uh, check it out. Okay. Absolutely wow. check it out. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's kind of it's very similar to like Lost Boys in the production value. I would say. So terrible. I should have. Oh, you should have done, done Lost, Lost Boys. Boys. Yeah. I, I almost I, I almost brought it up, movie. but you were like Interview with the Vampire, and I was I know. like, I I was I was not focused. So, all right, guys. Well, we need to take a commercial break right now, and I may need to take these fangs out because they are bugging me seriously. We'll see how it goes. When we come back, guys, we are going to be on the phones. With Jenny Youngs and Kristen Russo from the Buffering the Vampire Slayer podcast. So you're going to want to stick around for that. And uh, we're going to chat about some Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show. So if you wish to join the conversation, feel free to hiss up in the chat on Twitch or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Jack of All Nerds. We will be right back. Good radio and chaotic radio in that order. Oh, hi-ho, everyone. This is Kermit the Frog. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. (laughs) Derek's dancing. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I totally screwed up. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds. No. No? No. Oh. Okay, but you don't I want to I scare st- away her guests. But I still have the fangs in. Damn it! <laughs> do you really? I do. Yeah, he's oh. gonna leave him. Okay, in well, if, you, if you're gonna That's leave right. him in, okay. All right. Well, joining us, joining us now, everybody, live uh, from inside a hellmouth. That's right, everybody. We have Jenny Youngs and Kristen Russo from the Buffering the Vampire Slayer podcast on the line. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I like that we're live from the Hellmouth. Yes. I felt I felt it appropriate, and I'm and I'm wearing fangs, so let's. I, I went let's there. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Please don't stake me. Uh, first off, ladies, thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to give us a call here and, and chat about your show. Very excited to have you. 
Oh, thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, for uh, those of you that are not familiar, uh, please please tell everyone what is Buffering the Vampire Slayer podcast. <laughs> well, uh, Buffering the Vampire Slayer is a weekly episodic podcast where we discuss, believe it or not, uh, episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time. And so we are what? right now... Yeah, and so we're right now in between seasons two and three. Um, in addition to talking about the podcast, we also write a song, Jenny and I, um, for each episode. So by the time we get to the end of the series, we will have seven volumes of songs that follow the series. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. And they're catchy. They're catchy. Uh, are they? Yeah. They're, you should absolutely okay. go check it out afterwards. <laughs> I will. So. Um, now, how, how did this idea come to unlife, as it were? <laughs> well, um, I harassed Kristen for years of our relationship, uh, begging her to make a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast with me, and she said, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but then, finally, somehow, she turned the corner and said, yes, and now here we are. <laughs> so it's true, it's all true. <laughs> Where did the idea for the song come about? Because that's a super original idea. Well, um, I am professionally a musician um, and songwriter, and, and I thought it would just be like a really fun thing to do and like a really, you know, something I hadn't seen on a podcast previously, so mm -hmm. I thought it would be like a cool hook and also like a really fun activity for us uh, to make, you know, the episodes really special. Yeah, and in the in the inception, too, I sort of thought, like, yeah, we'll write the songs, but, you know, Jenny will write the songs. I didn't I didn't understand how involved I would get in the process, and so it's been really, really fun for both of us yeah. to get a chance to work together in that space. Now, was that something, like, when you guys did the first song, did you think that was going to be something that the fans were going to be like, more, 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 or was, or was it, like, intended as, like, a one-time thing initially? No, it was definitely intended as a forever, you know, whether they want it or not, we'll give them a song. It comes <laughs> with the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> you want the podcast, you take the song. <laughs> um, but I, I think that, like, um, I, I don't think we realized exactly how involved making a song would be and then, you know, how much more involved it could become. Because as we've gone over the last two seasons, you know, we've gone from just sort of like a guitar, vocal, like really simple recording to sometimes we'll do like a full sort of like band production, depending on the theme of the episode, you know, we try to sort of like match the tone uh -huh. some of the time to the episode, and there's a lot of that, so so we try to, to just like have fun and, and uh, enjoy being creative with it. Right. And I take it that uh, since it took some finagling to get both of you on board to do the podcast was only one of you a fan of buffy or just not a fan of podcasts like how <laughs> <laughs> well, we we were both fans of buffy but jenny definitely um was a bigger fan you know i i watched buffy because of jenny she had seen the series many times through and i was reluctant to watch it i'm not I, you know historically i've not been like a huge like sci-fi fantasy genre uh, nerd as much as Jenny and uh, then I watched the series with her and I loved it but I've only watched it the one time through before doing the podcast and I loved the idea from the beginning of doing a podcast I was just really concerned more about our time and if we had the time mm -hmm. to do to take on another project and a new endeavor uh, and Jenny assured me no 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 it won't take, <laughs> it won't take much of our time at all uh, <laughs> 
now that we're doing it, we both love it. But it, it has taken. I mean, you know, I, I it takes up at least half of our working time. I would say. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, from what I understand, there's quite the the rabid fan base for it. Um, I actually discovered your show from my girlfriend, who I think may be stalking you both. Um, <laughs> no, Great, she, excellent. Yeah, she, I'm just going to open the shutters here and peek outside, Jane. see if I can get eyes on anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, she absolutely loves everything about your show. And she was like, you should try to get them on your show. And I was like... Okay. Okay. <laughs> and now here we are. Calm down. I mean, I, I think too. You know, it's so fun doing the podcast, but the the fan base is is this incredible fan base to begin with because mm-hmm. they're all fans of Buffy, mm-hmm. uh, or at least most of them. Some people are watching for the first time through with us, but I, I think that that also has a lot to do with how much fun we're having with the show. Is that we're fans of the show. The people who listen to us are fans of the show, so we all get to just kind of geek out together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's the thing. Like, uh, I have a, kind of a similar relationship that, that you guys had in the sense that JoJo loves Buffy and I had only really watched it because of her. Yeah. And, and it is, it's a, it's a good show. Uh, a little maybe dated by today's standards, but uh, <laughs> but still I don't know, although the more we unpack it, the more relevant it seems to exactly where we are in this time and place. This is pretty incredible. Yeah. And that's one of the things you guys get into. Um, kind of, can you guys like kind of go through, um, the I don't know, format of, of, a, of an episode? Like, yeah. What like, you guys what, delve yeah, into? Yeah. What you guys break down. Cause obviously it's not just the story and you know, the, the basic episode itself. Like what are the types of things you guys discuss? Oh yeah. Okay. So obviously, <laughs> so, right. We like sort of cover the narrative and talk about everything that happens and our favorite moments and all of that stuff. But, uh, there are some specific things we touch on in every episode. One of them is the patriarchy. Uh, a classic. Uh, and in, Just in, mild, mild stuff. Yeah, perhaps you've heard of it. <laughs> uh, and, and we, we just sort of like examine things that occur in the show that like, you know, are maybe like more obvious, like frat guys sacrificing young women to a demon lizard <laughs> in their frat house basement in order to maintain their wealth and status. You know, something really overt like that. <laughs> And also we look at some of the dialogue that, like, you know, was written in 1997, a different time. And, and, you know, like, there's, like, a lot of very casual slut-shaming and Mm -hmm. just, like, a a lot of uh, language uh, that you wouldn't, you just, I mean, I would hope that you wouldn't hear, or you hear less (laughs) today. So we we try to hold the show accountable, too, and, like, and Mm -hmm. look at what is maybe, like, what hasn't aged as well Mm -hmm. as... um, Slaying demons. <laughs> right, right, right. And and also in every episode, we award a sexual tension uh, trophy to who, the characters, the two characters we feel deserve that award for the episode. Nice. It's usually not the one you would anticipate. Uh, and uh, very often, it's a queer coupling. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Do you uh, do you each have a personal favorite character? Oh yes. Oh man. <laughs> yes. Totally. Uh, my my favorite character in the show is uh, Spike. I'm Team Spike all the way, and As I'm well all about Anya. Yeah. Okay. Those and those are two very, I think, strong choices. And it's funny because they're not necessarily like I mean they're they come in heavily later on, but they're not initially part of the Scoobies. And so it's it's one of those things where, uh, but when they when they're there, they totally steal the show. Oh yeah. 
both right, of them. Right, right. And I, I'm wondering, too, like, you know, I think Jenny has a favorite character for many, many watches and also favorite episodes. But for me, I'm really curious to see how I feel when I get to the end of the series this time because it's, you know, I, I'm not as familiar with it. And I'm wondering if I'm going to come out with some, some new favorites, some different favorites, and mm-hmm. also just a bigger handle on, like, what my favorite episodes are or what my favorite season is, which are things that I'm not really sure of yet. Mm-hmm. Upon watching with your girlfriend, have you developed uh, deep care for one character in particular? Hmm, that is... Wesley. I... <laughs> yeah, I Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> uh, for me, I can't say... Maybe, I guess just Spike, really. Because that, that guy, when he makes the switch and he falls for her, like I'm just like... I'll just give him a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't know. Are you so and and as you guys progress the show because you are sticking with uh you're going episode by episode through each season and you don't discuss uh spoilers and stuff uh that haven't happened yet. Is is that correct? Yes, that's right. Okay. So We we you know it's funny cuz right it's a show that's 20 years old. Uh, God, so it's the, so crazy to think about. Right. And so like the concept of a spoiler should kind of not even enter into our consciousness, but that's the thing with this show is that it is still ongoing. There are still new viewers constantly coming to the show and starting it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so we, we went back and forth with it a little bit when we started it because we had people saying like, oh, but we really want to hear you talk about some of these characters knowing where they'll go. Um, but when we asked the listeners, a lot of them would come back to us and say like, no, because I'm watching watching it for the first time and it's so great to be able to do this so i think that it i think that it's fun because it'll also exist you know once we finish the podcast it'll exist as a little time capsule of its own where you know you can always if you're going to start the series you can always start the podcast and we will never spoil it for you so are you guys planning to end the podcast with the series or do you have like a different idea that you can kind of expand and keep it going well, Kristen had an idea that once we get to the end of season seven, we should start over from the beginning with spoilers, which seems like a lot, but also seems kind of fun, right? Because like, so many people just do that, like get to yeah. the end of the series, take a little break, and then start at the beginning again. And yeah. It. No, and my, and my girlfriend is an avid Buffy fan, but she's just also like the shows that she loves, she just rewatches. Like she, I think uh, like Star Trek Voyager they were doing like a weekend where they were just playing all the seasons back to back. She just DVR'd the entire, I think she owns it already, but she still <laughs> just DVR'd it so she could go back and rewatch the series. And she'll do that with Buffy. Like once a year, she'll just watch the entire, the entire yeah, series. Totally. And if you think about, I mean, right. People watch it once a year and it's going to take us like five years to get through. The series. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> now is there, um, this this might cause some debate, but is there uh, is there plans for expansion, uh, a la Angel? Mm, uh, <laughs> right. This is the conversation that we have once a week. What's wrong with we Angel? Do, man? Yeah, no. I mean, uh, people people have been asking us that question literally since we started the the podcast. Like, so what are you going to do? What are you going to do when you get to Angel? What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Especially because of our love for Cordelia, you know, mm-hmm. following Cordelia's arc and stuff and. Um, and we, I mean, certainly we want to, 
uh, I mean, we both watched Angel. When I watched the series, Jenny had me watch Angel and Buffy together in the order that they are supposed to be viewed in so that the crossovers happen at the right times and all of this. Um, so it really will depend on our time. And we keep saying, like, well, well, we'll make a decision, you know, once we get there. And we're, we're just entering season three now. So we're actually going to have to make a call on this pretty soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's a lot more content to have to go back and yeah. forth between us too. yeah exactly and um and and I, look i'm not gonna lie i i don't have n- really any issues with angel as a series overall but it um there were some questionable choices i felt later on in that series There's oh some, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah especially season five it's the whole thing it's the whole thing that we'll probably yeah Odds are, end up spend de- devoting a lot of time <laughs> discussing and picking apart. <laughs> uh, now uh, we do a little segment on the show called "Glass from the Past," where we review movies, uh, older movies, and uh, we themed it tonight to do vampire movies. And uh, our engineer Danny actually chose Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the film. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> what uh, What did you two think of that film? Oh, gosh. I knew the film, you know, when it came out. So I, like, that was that was my Buffy for a very long time. And I, I was obsessed with the film, obsessed with it. Uh, I, I knew the lines. I watched it several times. Of course, now, you know, that I'm much more steeped in the um, television series universe, I know that there's a lot of back and forth about the movie and it's not, you know, all this stuff. Um, but I loved and still love that movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I saw it, I think, as soon as it was released on VHS. VHS, for <laughs> anyone who's listening who doesn't know what VHS is. It's it, it like was this weird ancient, rectangle. Yeah, it's this ancient form of viewing uh, <laughs> yeah. that you had to rewind. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, I was so tickled by that movie. I, I loved it so much when I was a kid. And it's the thing that got me pumped when, when uh, the WB started running promos that they were going to be doing a show based off of the same idea that, you know, I was like, oh, man, I'm there, and started, you know, watching from the beginning because I had seen the movie and had liked it so much. Now, when you initially saw the series, uh, being a fan of the movie, was there a rough adjustment period seeing Sarah Michelle Gellar as Buffy when you're like, that's that's not my Buffy, or, or yeah, was I it pretty like, seamless? With, yeah, with any, like, series, you know, it takes, I mean, even, like, if you look at, like, the various incarnations of like Batman or like, Oh my God, how many Spider-Mans could we possibly have? There's like, I feel like there's, it's impossible to, to wipe from your memory, like what you really enjoyed about the people, uh, portraying those characters. Right. And, and like, I mean, uh, Chrissy Swanson like has this like really, she's just like delightful and so great. And Sarah Michelle Gellar has this whole other, like, you know, dimension that she's able to develop over seven seasons of a television show. So like, you know, what, what, it was a little, for me, it was just like a little bit of like a, well, hey, whoa, I don't, um, that's not the person I, hmm, and then, whoa, this rules, I'm all in. Yeah, I think I was, I mean, I can't, I don't remember if this is actually true, but I, I do think that that might have been the reason that I didn't watch the series when it came out, is because I was so attached to, to Christy Swanson as Buffy that I was like, what is this? You know, like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> of course, I had it all wrong, but I didn't know that then. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I understand because uh, I was a big fan of Highlander, and when the Highlander series came out, and I was like, Adrian, who is this guy? Who is this McCloud? I don't like him. But then, you know, as I watch, I grew to love him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I get it. Um, yeah, it's hard to adjust. Yeah, it can be. 
so I asked about favorite characters. <laughs> ah, here it comes. Do you have any, uh, let's just say least favorite characters? Oh, that's hard. Least favorite characters. Fact, let's just say Everybody least always favorite rags on main Dawn. characters. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have any issue with Dawn personally, but I know that she, she's a common pick for least favorite. Uh, Jenny, do you know? Do you have an answer for this one? Um, well, I think like the other most popular answer for least favorite is usually Riley. People, love, <laughs> oh yeah, I can't say hate on Riley. Um, I liked Riley. I he was I no was angel. Really how dare you? <laughs> Just a nice guy trying to live his double life and love Buffy with his, you know, uh, limited emotional range and communication skills. (laughs) Riley is probably the least problematic boyfriend Buffy has over the course of the series. Yeah, I mean, I tend to like the problematic boyfriends anyway, so that's where you lost me with Riley. You know, I was just like, who is this guy? He's not not Angel. He's not, yeah. (laughs) I feel like the entire initiative, like, outside of Riley, like, the the lady professor, the woman professor who is also the head of the initiative, and, like, all of the GI bros, Mm -hmm. you know, who are doing the weird, like, demon capture secret army thing all mm. through season four i would if i could erase one thing that's probably what i would erase mm-hmm. uh, even Character riley's was. best friend i loved riley's best friend i can't remember his name because i've only seen it once but i loved him <laughs> this just conceptually like i feel like that was like a uh, like if there is a shark jump in the series to yeah. me that's that's like okay where where are we <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair yeah, I and I'm assuming we can't pick like demons, but I'll tell you what, the Ted, or I guess he was a robot, but man, that guy gets under my skin. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any particular reason? Ted? Is, is that the is that the is that the one that's John Ritter? Yeah, and and I mean, I, right? And I'm sort of like, I mean, I think he does a brilliant job with that character, but that character is like talk about the embodiment of the patriarchy, like just just so perfectly executed in the most horrible ways that just gives me, you know, uh, like flashbacks to every moment I've had in my life where I've been talked to in the way, in the manner that Ted talks to other women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he can go. <laughs> yeah. For me, uh, it's, it's, uh... Be very yeah. careful. <laughs> <laughs> um... I look. <laughs> wow, it's, what's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah right? Is it Buffy? You're Buffy? getting a preface. It's, look, it's. I'm pretty sure most people side with me on this, but it's, it's Xander. I yeah, look, that guy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Why did we even think about Xander? What, what's wrong, what's wrong, with, wrong with us? We rag so hard on Xander. Literally, like all we do the entire podcast is talk about how we cannot stand Xander, and meanwhile we're like, oh. I don't know, who's <laughs> who not like. We could we could absolutely be friends then because that guy. I, I want to punch him in the face at least once an episode <laughs> oh yeah he uh he's gotten a little bit better in the second season than he was in the first season and the first half of the second season but th- those first handful of episodes i mean and we have like in our email inbox uh, we have a fairly active email inbox and um i i try to keep it organized and i have a label that is just Xander email that it's just people who are either on your end our collective end of just being like what is with this guy and then the other end being like you're too hard on him he's just a teenage boy and I just have them all in this big bin because one day I want to sort of like 
do an entire episode about, like, you know, what Xander represents and why people hate him so much and then defend him so much, too, and what that all means. You should save that for the uh, the Xander episode, where he... Oh! <laughs> uh, the Zeppo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can do a little uh, bonus episode yeah, with the yeah. Zeppo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, you guys also do uh, live shows as well, correct? Yeah. Yeah, we've done... um. Uh, let's see. We've done a couple live tapings of the show. We've also done like a performance. When we finished season one, we did like a, a musical performance, like a concert of all 12 songs from season one. Uh, we're doing a live taping at a Flame Con in New York, uh, in a couple weeks, the 19th, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, I mean, it's like, we make loads of episodes of podcasts, like sort of in our home studio, in our like little safe bubble, but, Doing, getting to do shows in front of people is like so fun because the audiences are so engaged and just like so excited to have a blast and and participate in a magical evening centered around you know what might be their very favorite show of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being in the live live um, setting has just been so moving too because I mean obviously for all the reasons Jenny said, but. You know, being there and getting the response right away and feeding off, you know, them feeding off of us and us feeding off of them, it creates a very specific and awesome energy. But there's also something just really powerful because the show, you know, you know, we're married to each other, uh, in case listeners don't know that, and we're two queer women, and um, a lot of people who come to, to the show uh, come to it for very specific reasons, and so often in our spaces, um, people know that they're sharing space with other people who not only like the show, but people who are, like, safe for them. There is, like, mm-hmm. this extension of, you know, if you're a fan of the show and you're a fan of this podcast, that, that means that, like, sort of I can be myself around you, and that is, mm-hmm. the likelihood of it being safe uh, in here is much higher than it is in, like, the, the regular world world uh, which is just so powerful and um and i think the reason why we love doing those live shows so so much yeah that's, that's awesome a, yeah it's amazing um and also being that you guys write songs for each episode uh what are your thoughts on the musical episode if i may ask <laughs> oh man <laughs> i love it so much <laughs> uh what even can i say i mean i just love it so much uh, or did you mean like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, that's a big, that's a big question that's on our a good mind. Question. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do for that one? Uh, we don't know, but we have been like, we've been talking about what we're gonna do for that episode since we started the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a question because it, because you know it's like right, we already have the music built into our podcast, and so what happens? What happens to our podcast when we're podcasting about a television show where they're speaking and we're speaking about it and then summing it up in song, but then all of a sudden there's this episode that is some, that is sung? I just feel like we have to respond in turn. Like we yeah. have to write something, uh, accordingly and we don't know what that is yet. But I, I also, I love that episode. I mean, I've only seen it the one time, but I knew of it. You know, it was, I think out of all the episodes that I had heard people talk about, that was the one that people, you know, had had mentioned to me the most. So I was very like hyped up on the episode, but I, I thought it was so fun. Have you seen the uh, the entire the extended episode or the just the the one that aired the like forty five minute version on on TV? I've only seen the one that aired. Jenny, have you seen the extended? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Unless no. the extended version is on the DVD, but the DVD box set, which of course I own, but it seems. It, ab- like, it absolutely is. The, the, oh, D- then, the yeah. DVD set is the extended episode. And the oh, reason I you. know this is because I saw 
it first on the DVDs. Oh, okay. Because I, I bought them for my girlfriend and we watched them together. And then I just recently went back and she was watching it on Netflix. Ah. And we watched oh, the episode. Right. And I was like, wait, what happened to like half this episode? Where did it go? Oh, wow. And, you know, I remember people telling us about Netflix in particular, like that the Netflix version was all chopped up. And, and maybe it's because... I know that the the songs were written by I think a few people mm. um, in collaboration, so maybe there was some weird thing with the rights and like they couldn't renew a lo- the license for for somebody's participation, and and had to take that stuff out or something. Yeah, I just I, I, I think the runtime on the episode when it's full is longer than a normal hour you know hour long drama would have been able to have. So I'm not sure if that's the case or. Ah. What, but yeah, there's there's a big difference there, and it, you. Wow. You okay, so then I take it back. I've seen the extended version. I didn't yeah. know that there was a shorter version. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. We'll find out when we get to that episode what um, Hulu has, because that's you know we have the DVDs, but mm-hmm. we also watch on Hulu. Yeah, uh, you'll know you'll know pretty quickly because there's a big song in the beginning. I think that's sung by the group, and it, about halfway into that song on the the episode when it was cut down, the song just ends. And I was what? like, hey. <laughs> wow. Fascinating. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what? <laughs> I mean, I do have the soundtrack on my MP3 player, so I... Nice. <laughs> right. And I've got the CD, so don't worry. We're yeah. covered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things where it's actually a really good musical. Mm-hmm. Like, I... You know, you don't think a lot of TV shows do that. We're like, we're going to do a musical episode, and then it kind of sucks. Yeah. And Flash. <laughs> excuse me. That, I, I remember that one, and I was like, oh, this is just an excuse to get everybody who was on the last season of Glee together. Pretty Got much. it. Right. Okay. <laughs> but, like, the songs are well-written. The You know, the songs are well-performed. They knew who could sing, who couldn't, uh, and mm-hmm. those people and, don't and sing. And also sort of, like, every type of song that you look for in a musical, like, they hit every sort of, mm-hmm. like, touchstone, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and Joss is, I mean, I, I don't, I'm the, probably the least knowledgeable of the whole crew here, but, like, I know that Joss is a super musical guy, so it makes sense that, like, if, if an episode like this were to happen, that it would be executed pretty well, um, seeing that he was, he sits at the helm and um, also is somebody who really enjoys uh, music and musicals and, and yeah. all that. Yeah. And they also were able to take a significant, like, break, before that episode so that that wasn't just something slapped together Mm. in the middle of a season Mm. that was like running ah Jenny note to self significant break before that big episode (laughs) (laughs) excellent point excellent point (laughs) Kristen couldn't we just record the episode like normal and then run our vocal tracks through a vocoder yeah yeah playing a variety of chords making our episode a musical by default (laughs) yeah yeah we'll just auto tune our episode Buffering the podcast, the musical episode based on the musical episode of Buffy. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I like it already. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, well, it is—it's uh, about time for us to go to a commercial break again. But uh, again, I want to thank you both so much. Yeah, this was great for calling. This was a lot of fun. I, I wish we could have had you in studio, but I understand that uh, you know we're not—we're not in a convenient place. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for having us. It was so great to talk to you. Yeah, thanks yeah. so much. Um, I feel like I would probably be killed if I did not ask you this question on behalf of my girlfriend, but uh, <laughs> would it be possible 
uh, for you guys and her to basically like act out the plot of the film Can't Buy Me Love where she pays you guys like a thousand dollars to like be her friend and then <laughs> that sounds like the going rate for yeah, okay. yeah right. absolutely it's a very yeah very genuine friendship for a hundred percent yes Let's just work, we'll work out the details off air we'll, we'll figure perfect, it out perfect perfect yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, in all seriousness, she absolutely loves everything about your show. She follows you guys on everything. She's on your. Uh, she supports your Patreon. Um, oh. Like everything, she loves everything you guys oh, do. Praise. So, uh, thank you so much. So keep it up. And where can that people? That was for her. But where, thank you both too. Where can? <laughs> uh, where, well, oh yes, I'll take credit. Uh, no, uh, where can people find out more uh, about your show? Uh, well, the best place is probably, you know, where it all is uh, on our website, bufferingthevampireslayer.com, uh, but we're on all, um, almost all social media accounts, so they are proliferating, you know, just getting more and more every day, but we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at BufferingCast, um, and so you can, you can find all that on the website as well, but those are probably the best places. Okay, and then you guys, I know you mentioned that you just finished wrapping up uh, Season 2. Um, and I, I listened to the, the the two-parter episode you guys did on that. When Woo-hoo. when are you starting up with the season three? We will be back on September sixth. Um, and I should note too that we just announced today. Um, if people are listening, we a couple of weeks ago we hit our a million download mark, which is really Ooh. exciting and very overwhelming and just wonderful. And um, since we wrapped season two and we have the new songs out, we decided we would do a big internet party. So next Sunday on our Facebook page, we're going to do a Facebook Live. Um, all the details are on our website. And we're going to be playing through some of the songs from Season 2 and doing like a Q&A and just having a good time and celebrating Buffy and celebrating the podcasts and, and all that good stuff, which will tide people over to get us to September 6th so we can <laughs> reunite again. Awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, thank you again. Uh, we, we had a lot of fun tonight. We so. did. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Thanks, thank guys. you both. Hope to talk to you again soon. Yes. Thanks. Have a good one. You, you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, everybody. That was Jenny Youngs and Kristen Russo from the Buffering the Vampire Slayer podcast. Uh, yeah. Check it out at uh, bufferingthevampireslayer.com. And we're going to take a little commercial break right now, but when we come back, Oh, the fun that we're gonna have! Uh, this this is gonna be probably just straight up blasphemy for anybody. Who <laughs> I really hope they're not gonna be listening. Show. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about if they were gonna remake Buffy the Vampire Slayer the show today and who they would cast. Um, and you know when Jack we do Courtney, these things, they're all in, they're, they're, we're not being serious in any way. So that we're going to make the most ridiculous casting choices. Yeah. The, the Rock will most likely be playing Buffy. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I can't say for sure, but only if you smell what he's cooking. <laughs> yeah, well, he's uh, the people's Buffy. He's just going to do. Well, he's just going to flex yeah, and do just, arm puns. I just because like I want time. I want him to introduce himself as I'm Buff E. <laughs> and flexing, it's stupid. It's a stupid fantasy, but I love Watch it. it. So, uh, if you wish to join the conversation, give us a call, 909-360-8330, or message us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash jackofallnerds, or on Twitch. Hit us up in the chat. That is uh, twitch.tv forward slash jackofallnerds. We will be right back. It's uncensored. It's live 24-7. It's chaoticradio.com.
You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio, puny Earth creature. Now, where did I put that Illudium Pew 36 space modulator? Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Before the break, everybody, we had a lovely chat via telephone with Jenny Youngs and Kristen Russo from the Buffering the Vampire Slayer podcast. Yes. And now... For the moment you've all been... Now for a little bit of blasphemy. Blasphemy. It it really is the best kind of feemy. Blasphemy for everybody in the room. (laughs) So, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the show. Yeah. Um, But we're going to recast it. Because, you know... For for today. Fuck your feelings. It seems to be the big thing today. It's either to to do a reunion or just remake it entirely. Yeah. So we're going to go with the remake option. And, uh, yeah. We're going to do the physical challenge. Yes. We're going to (laughs) take the physical challenge. So here's... uh, We're just going to do, like, some of the main characters. And, um, again, if you are a fan of the buff, uh, we're not... Sorry. This is in no way serious. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Um, Please, Internet. Chill. Fact, don't don't yeah. come after us. In fact, there's very little that we do on the show that is serious in any yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> Even stuff we're passionate about. We're just whatever. <laughs> so anyway. Um first up, the main the character oh, sorry. Buffy Summers, everybody. Made famous by Sarah Michelle Geller on the T V show. Mm-hmm. And who is our who is our Buffy Summers? On our, on our new show. Now, this doesn't have to be, I understand that when this show is cast, that most of these people were relatively unknown, with the exception of, I mean, Sarah Michelle Geller had done a little work on soap operas beforehand, but she still wasn't like a, you know, a big name. Right. So, uh, but we're not, we're not restricting ourselves in that way, guys. We, it can be anybody who's still alive today. Mm-hmm. They can be the biggest movie star in the world <laughs> or the smallest indie star in the world. I don't care. They could be a fucking reality star. You could be like, I want Mike the Situation <laughs> as Xander <laughs> Harris. And I would be like, I, it's a strong choice. <laughs> See if it works out for him. Yeah. Um, God, who? So, uh, Buffy, obviously in the show, small, blonde, badass. Yeah. So who who do we go with? Kristen to, Stewart. I, <laughs> hey, God, she has a vampire experience. No, 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 no. You know, she, loving him and whatnot. No. I actually want to hit you for that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that that was uncalled for, Danny. Hey, you said blasphemy. Uh, n- no, not just outright hellbound, <laughs> yeah. you bastard. Okay, so we still have to make good. To, I didn't ask you to punch Jesus in the dick on the cross. <laughs> Damn! Dude, come on, have a have a little respect for your blasphemy here. Like, there's there's rules. <laughs> okay, so no dick punching Jesus. Yeah, no, you can't gotcha. go straight to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. You gotta fucking you ease it in. Ease, ease it, it in. in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys throw something out then, and I'll try again. Who, who would I want? Um, I'm trying to think of. Uh, I think if I if I have to be serious about this, <laughs> well, that's just silly. I'm gonna go with your girl, Chloe Moretz. Oh, uh, you know what? That you, is a that is a badass, really good yeah. pick, and she has vampire experience. That is a really <laughs> she does. 
I just like that Danny is like. I'm well, looking at the resume Danny's here. He's got the resume here. He's like, well, it's she's. It says here you've oh, never worked with you, vampires um, before. Do so you have, do you have prior vampire experience? <laughs> even even a victim? No. no? All right. Just yeah. sitting there, like you know, this is a role, right? <laughs> uh, excuse me, ma'am. I'll ask the questions. <laughs> just uh, could you just vamp out for me? Just, I mean, I understand you'll be playing a slayer, but just uh, you know, sometimes we do things, wacky things. Maybe she becomes a vampire for an episode. Let's see it. <laughs> you want to be a star, don't you? <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, you know what? I am actually going to second that. Uh, I think I think she would do great uh, if they actually tried to remake it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know that's not for laughs because obviously my laugh choice was The Rock. Oh but- yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Should we should we do like a laugh cast and then like a like a serious like good cast? Do we do we really care that much? Nope. I just think it'd be fun. I sure. Fine, Danny. Let's I, do it. Well, I'm just going to pick Jack Courtney for everything. That's what's going to happen. Wait, both serious and yeah, funny? Yeah, both serious and funny. Yeah. That just makes no sense. Yeah. He's going to nutty professor the entire series and just be... But I'm flatter. I mean, I'm flatter. <laughs> okay, it's just going to be Jack Courtney playing Buffy the Vampire Slayer, also Angel, also everybody. Okay. No. Anyway, moving on. It's not happening. Next up, uh, let's just let's just go down the list of the Scoobies. Uh, Xander Harris. Now Xander, played by Nicholas Brendan, very poorly. Um, <laughs> this no, honestly, I feel like yeah, the character comes across as a douchebag a lot, mm-hmm. but I really feel like that was in that guy's like his performance of yeah. it because he's not uh, he's not what I would call an actor. <laughs> so. Um, who, but I guess we're trying to keep in the spirit of way that character was presented. Who, uh, who is the Xander Harris of the, of the crew pining after Buffy for a short time and then falling in love with Willow and then eventually marrying a demon? Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Dave Franco on that one. Okay. All right. I can see that. Hmm. I feel like he's more likable than, than yeah. Brendan. So that might, that might work. Yeah. <laughs> work well for that. Yeah. That might true. work very well. Yeah, he doesn't really. He, the thing about the thing about the Franco, uh, <laughs> can I call you that? Uh, no, the the thing about Dave is I feel like he doesn't really have a wide range, but what he does, he does well. Mm. He's got like that one character, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll watch you do that. I'll, I'll watch you do that and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know anything about Xander, so yeah, sure. Okay. All right. You're not going Jack Courtney on this one? No, 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 no. I've already gotten shot down for that. So. <laughs> Oh, Taylor Kitsch will be the next one. <laughs> Taylor Kitsch is Giles. Strong. <laughs> I, you know what? I do want to make this clear because I don't think I've actually said this on the air. I have not watched this show. You you did say that earlier. When? On the air. On the air? Yeah. I don't think so. But I'm going to make it clear again. I have not watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Yeah, I asked you before the the episode, before we started tonight, and you said you had maybe seen a couple episodes in passing. And so think, that's not a that lot of air, though. A, no, no, no. But yeah. you, you said something earlier. But no, anyway, okay. that's neither here nor there. Let's, we're not going to spend the rest of the show discussing whether you said that on the air or not. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> Jai Courtney, what? <laughs> well, that's correct. So anyway. I was dead at the time. Yeah. Um, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm explaining these characters to you so yeah. I can be better educated in your Jai Courtneying. I like that you trumped me right yeah. now with your... You would... Yeah. <laughs> He did the he did the Trump hand motions. If you're, if you're I have, just listening, I have all the best Buffy cast. <laughs> all the best. Buffy's love me. They it's, love me. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be big, bigly. All right. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. 
I don't need that. Craziness. All right. Uh, the character of Willow Rosenberg, played by Allison Hannigan, who starts off the kind of uh, plucky nerd and eventually becomes the... Badass uh, witch. Yeah, super powerful witch. Even going all dark side at one point. That was a great episode. Yeah, super strong. Yeah. Um, yeah, who who is a... No? No, I... I Nothing? Because like, I don't know any any of these, you know, up and coming... It doesn't have to be a redhead. I know. I mean, it should be, probably. Yeah. Right? Um... It, and it doesn't have to be. Again, I said it doesn't have to be up and coming. Yeah, it can be anybody. This casting doesn't have to make any sense. You could be like, Meryl Streep would be a perfect <laughs> <laughs> Willow Rosenberg. And it would be like, fair point, fair point. Yeah. Uh, that what about, um, what's her face from The Flash? The girl that plays... Uh, oh, Danielle uh, Pennebaker. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I could see that because she plays plucky nerd really well on Flash. Yeah. She's bas- and then she becomes the super powerful Frost. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I'd buy that. I'd say that. Yeah. All right. Wait, hey. Bravo. Look Good at job, me. Derek. Contributing and yeah. shit. <laughs> well, well played. Fair play to the queen. <laughs> Kill the crazy dog. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just going to be all Eddie Izzard quotes. <laughs> okay. Next up, uh, Rupert Giles. Giles, of course, made famous by Anthony Head. <laughs> Tony Head, you know? It's his name. It's Anthony Head. Anthony Stewart. I might have I might have changed my name, Head. But I mean he's British, so it's, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. It's a, it's a bigger uh, thing over what, there. What is his character? Giles. Yeah. Rupert Giles. He's yeah, like he's, he's a watcher. No, I know his yeah. name. Yeah, he's okay. like he's a watcher. He watches things. So he's like Donald Sutherland's character. He's he, like yeah. oh, trains okay. and oh, okay. uh, guys. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. He's, well then his his role in the show is to be British. Is what yeah, is. he's the British. He, he does nanny. look like I'm actually I'm pulling up these characters individually on the Googles and I'm scrolling through and you wouldn't even had to tell me that he was British. And I'm, like, he just I'm just looks looking British. at him, I'm like, Yeah, he's he's British for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> uh I'm gonna say Jason Statham. <laughs> You know what, Buffy? I'm just going to do this for you. Do you know who I am? Just, just turns into a badass all of a sudden. Well, Giles was kind of a badass at, at some points. Not not like not, that. Not though. like that badass, no. He doesn't drive a car. It'd be a whole different show. Do a quadruple. Well, if you have a Statham Giles. I, you know what, guys? Just looking at him, and he's, this this guy isn't British, but I'm, I'm going to go with Liam Neeson. Okay, I, I, I like yeah, Liam Neeson, I'm but again, it's a little that. too much badass. Yeah, he'd still be just throat punching yeah, yeah, demons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with that's Hugh Grant because <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing badass about Hugh. You Grant. know what's funny though is he's he's old enough now. Yeah, he, he could, could be he a could good play that part yeah. and be look like he look appropriate, like just a bumbling. Because Giles was kind of bumbling at times. Whereas Statham, his words out. Whereas Statham would have to wear a wig and <laughs> and some bifocals and. I just don't just, see it. It just doesn't sell. Yeah, no. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't sell. <laughs> Although, I would love to see... Um, oh, fuck. You'd like and, to see, oh, fuck? Alan Rickman do Giles, because that'd be good, too. Yeah. All right. As, but, like, as Snape? As Snape. Well, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Potter. <laughs> Mrs. Summers. <laughs> Mrs. Summers. Buffet. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, Angel. Wait, who? Angel. Zach oh. Efron. <laughs> Just some pretty boy. I think just David Boreanaz. Yeah, still. Just let him just let him keep doing it forever. Back, yeah. Um, yeah. Who plays Who plays the vampire McDreamy? 
vampire. Who's a little pervy, by the way. Very pervy. Yeah, they do this. There's a, like, I forget. I think it's, I think it's at the end of season two where they do this thing where it, like, flashes back to when he kind of, like, turns around because he, like, his whole backstory is, like, fucked up. Yes. Way screwed (laughs) up. Uh, and he meets this other demon who's, uh, the Whistler, I think is his name. And he's not, he's not bad. Um, but then there's, like, all the stuff of him, like, watching Buffy when she's, like, a little girl and kind of, stalking her in a weird way <laughs> and then like cut to today when she's a teenager yeah and, and you, he's still 300 and, years old and you totally fuck her <laughs> <laughs> well he could but he can't but he does but he does well that's awkward and then all hell breaks loose I also like the just like the classic horror movies that he's like if you fuck you're gonna die and then in this it's like they do it and then he has a moment of pure bliss and his soul gets ripped from his body and he becomes evil again nice. so the evils of of sex before marriage <laughs> i guess that's that's what they teach you in school just don't have sex don't your have soul will be ripped from you and you will turn yes. evil don't have sex with the undead that's the message here yeah. i don't think it's sanitary that's probably not um who okay so who is vampire mcdreamy um, Jai Courtney? Jai Courtney? Yeah, for sure. Definitely no, Jai. No, I spot. think Jai Courtney would actually play a better Spike. <laughs> actually, I mean, yeah, yeah, he's Australian, but he could he could swing it. Because, I mean, even James Marsters, who played Spike, is not British. No. <laughs> Does it very convincingly, it, but Very convincingly. I actually thought he was British. Yeah. Um. You know what? I'm going Chris Pratt. It's going to make it happen. Okay. Yeah, he's he's the current McDreamy. Are, are we talking like Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris Pratt, or are we talking Parks and Rec, Chris Parks Pratt? Rec. <laughs> See, for me, I just Chris Pratt is too ruggedly handsome. Yeah, mm-hmm. David Bordianes is pretty. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be okay. He's got to be pretty. That's what that's why I said Zac Efron because Zac be Efron like, is pretty. Yeah, I can I can see a Zac Efron like a, taking like that Johnny Depp. So I God damn it, Mike. Why is the why is the blood gone? <laughs> well, why is the blood gone, <laughs> Captain Captain Angel? <laughs> oh, I got it. I don't know why. Hold on, hold on. I don't know why I didn't think of this before because he basically looks like I'm already just hotter. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, he's a pretty man. Yeah, but I think, he's, I think Angel's too like. I think Ryan Gosling might be a better yeah. fit. There it is, uh, Matt. What Ryan Gosling you? is a better fit because Ryan Gosling does brooding really well. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds oh, does not do yeah. brooding very well. He yeah. does not he's do too, brooding. He's too well. funny. Even Ryan Reynolds would be a better Spike. Yeah, because oh, he's, he's a quip machine. You yeah, know? and that's oh, like. Okay. But uh, yeah, but Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. He, yeah, he does sullen and downtrodden yeah. all the time. And, and he's dreamy. He's pretty. All yeah. you gotta do is watch Stay, and you know, <laughs> Gosling would be a good good angel. Yeah, I think we found our angel. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan Gosling going back to television. Not since Young Hercules. Woo. Woo. I actually right. liked Young Hercules. How dare you? Have you watched it? Not not since I, it was first on oh, TV. But okay, give it another go. See what you think. See yeah. what you think. See how you feel. <laughs> It'll change you. I'm sure it will. <laughs> okay, uh, let's 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 talk Spike now. So Spike, <laughs> bad guy turned good guy. Uh, great bad guy, by the way. When oh he yeah. Starts out. And, uh, like you can tell he had so much fun. Yeah. And he's British on the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. He's got that kind of cockney British thing going on. 
And oh. he ends up at one point he ends up falling in love with Buffy, and mm-hmm. that's why he becomes a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's still he's still pretty much a dick to everybody. Yeah, and that's one of his more endearing qualities. I feel <laughs> it is. Um, so, so lovable dick. Yeah, lovable okay. dick. Lovable dick. Oh, I think we've said that way too many times. We already. have. Um, yeah. <laughs> Here on the Jack of All Nerds, we're talking lovable dick tonight, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Thoughts, uh, guys. And he'd have to be in his younger days, but I'm looking at him. I'm going Billy Idol. I think that was the inspiration for yeah, Spike. No, no I, he absolutely is. So old Billy Idol? No, no I, I said we'd have to we'd have to age him back a no, little no, bit. No, no, there has to be. It could be anybody, but from today. Oh, fine, fuck it, do it. <laughs> I mean, technically, he was. Nobody talks to Billy Idol that way. <laughs> God. Uh. Just can't wait for the I, I'm Buffy looking, I'm looking nice at these, for a white wedding. Yeah, I'm looking at these pictures and I'm like, God, did so he, we got a did he play Spike? We get we had a comment in the chat and I'm not sure if it's directed at what we were talking about earlier or if it's a casting selection. So it's lovable. Dick. So somebody just put uh, is this General Kilroy on uh, on Twitch said, "All right, all right, all right, Matthew McConaughey." <laughs> Matthew <laughs> I think McConaughey. It's supposed to be Matthew McConaughey, but uh, yeah, can we can we plug him in there somewhere? <laughs> Uh yeah. Oh, you know as, what? as Giles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why I love high school girls. <laughs> just Matthew McConaughey is your instructor who does all the research on your demons. Yeah. Hey Buffy, I just was reading this book right here. Book Apparent- <laughs> Apparently, you kill vampires by putting a wooden stake through their heart. All right. The book says right. the Slayer cannot touch. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I see a lot of lawbreakers out there tonight. I feel like that you just love saying that. I do. Love That's the dumbest that. fucking line, and I, I absolutely love it. And I, what's funny is I've never seen the movie, uh-huh. but uh, Louis C.K. does a bit about that in one, in his latest stand-up special, that yeah. he like loves that line. And uh, so I know the line from that, okay. and not even from from it's It's so great. Such a terrible line, and now that I've been able to work it into my dinner detective, dinner detective performance, it's even it's even better. It's even better. Um, yeah. So where were we? Spike. Yeah, Spike. I think Billy Idol. Eh, he's too old, but yeah. Fuck it. You know what? Tom Felton. Who who is Draco that? Malfoy? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah. he's he's just I don't know that he's got the lovable dick. Like yeah, I don't know that yeah, I, I mean, would. It's just you, the, I mean, you love him on the Flash when he finally stops being a douchebag. Did, did I? No, I don't. I did. No, did you though? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I mean, he's already working on the CWs. So. I mean, he's, and he's like legitimately British. British. I, so. Well, I know you hate him, uh, but I actually maybe Paul Benedict. Or Paul Benetti, yeah. Paul, Paul Bettany? Bettany, yes. Wait, when I, did, I can't speak. When did I, I when did I hate him? I thought you didn't like him. You saw Wimbledon. No. <laughs> That's not you? No. I, I know somebody that like... You must be like, confusing me with one of your other white friends. I know, I, I, I know we all look the same. <laughs> so, I'll forgive you this time. Uh, Yeah. No, I like Paul Bettany. Okay. Well, hmm. then that's where I would go with. I can, I can see that. I can see that yeah. too. He'd be a good yeah. spike. Yeah, he would. Yeah. He'd be very good. So, all right, well, then I think we've, we've got it. We've, we're, we've got it sorted. Got it sorted. All right, uh, so let's do this. Let's take our final commercial break of the evening. And when we come back, we're going to finish out our casting of the remake of Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Netflix. 
uh, pr- presumably they own everything. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, or Amazon Prime, whichever yeah. one you pay for. But if you've got a casting um, suggestion for if they were going to remake that show, who would play it? Feel free to let us know. Give us a call 909-360-8330 or message us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Jack of All Nerds or on our Twitch stream, twitch.tv forward slash Jack of All Nerds. We will be right back. Bad radio, good radio, and chaotic radio. In that order. Hey, bub, you're listening to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Don't go anywhere, or else. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, it has been all Buffy. That's right. Earlier in the program, we had the privilege of interviewing via telephone Jenny Youngs and Kristen Russo from the Buffering the Vampire Slayer podcast. And it's been all vampire-themed all night, guys. And before the break, we were basically recasting Buffy the Vampire Slayer if it were to be remade today. With no restrictions and a budget that could accommodate some of the choices we've made. <laughs> they I don't could, even they think could it, afford the Gosling. Yeah, I don't even think uh, Game of Thrones has this budget. And theirs is pretty much unlimited. That's well, fortunate they, because we're having... HBO is going to be the ones to redo it. Well, they're going to have to. That way there's plenty of sex. <laughs> and titties. And, big, yeah. big staple of the original show. Yeah. yeah. But I guess. It, I, mean, no. yeah, I mean, yeah. But it's high school, so it should be. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know. I've never seen it, so... So if you are watching and you have a suggestion for a casting choice, please let us know, uh, either in the chat on Twitch or on the Facebook. Uh, uh, look, I don't know. I've been it's been a weird night for me. Yeah, with, yeah. With the accents yep. and the voices, yep. we get it. You're just trying to work it out. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, so anyway, uh, before the break, we had finished casting, I think uh, Spike was the last one we did. All right, so moving on, uh, Cordelia Chase, who is kind of like the the, the cheerleading type, preppy cheerleader, like Buffy was sort of like her before she became a slayer, but she's real... Prissy and kind of dumb, mm. at least starting out. Uh, yeah. She eventually became kind of a badass. Kind of becomes cool, but she's the eye candy mm-hmm. of the show. I, I've noticed. Yeah. So who uh, who who go, who gets that role? Ooh. Um, I don't know. I think Charisma Carpenter still looks still looks great. Young yeah. enough to do it. I love me some Charisma Carpenter. Yeah. Well, I loved her in the Expendables. Would you say that she has a lot of charisma? Thank you. You're all night. I don't know. I've never met her. No, I think we think we lost viewers because of that joke. Yeah, no, we did. (laughs) I'm I'm sure. Um, I'm trying to think. Who she? I feel like she should just reprise her role. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. You know what? That was gonna be my. I was thinking that, but I was like, oh, I don't know anything about her character. But also would be a strong pick for uh, Buffy. Buffy, yeah, as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, you know how J Law is. She'll she'll get involved and then get tired of it and want to leave. And 
you know, not play Mystique anymore. I mean, whatever. <laughs> just like, uh, you know. So she'd probably be better to be Cordelia. Uh, I'm going to go Natalie Dormer. Where's she Ooh, from? Who's that's that? good. She plays uh, Marjorie Tyrell on, uh, or did. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, on Game of Thrones. She was also in The Forest. She does a lot of modeling. You would, uh, did you see, um, you watched Sher- Elementary. I almost called it Sherlock, and I was like, wait, that's not oh, the she show. Was, uh, she She's was Moriarty. Moriarty. Yeah, that's okay. her. Got yeah. it. She yep. played Moriarty? Yeah. yeah. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. right. Moriarty and Holmes totally fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that's rad. No, yeah. all right, I like that. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm gonna second that pick. I think she'd, uh, She's she's the eye candy. Yeah, like it. I'd do her. <laughs> Wait, is that not how we're Perfect. casting people? <laughs> I mean, I, we have a very pretty cast so far. So we do. We have pretty much only cast pretty people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually look knowing us, I feel like we've gone very straight by the book on this one. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we've actually cast a quality show for a change. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't just like, uh, can we just make them all the cast of Fast and the Furious? <laughs> Although, although, although. <laughs> let's figure this out. Right. Okay, so we can't use Paul Walker for anything, but oh, Jesus! He's obviously Spike. <laughs> I was gonna say he's obviously Xander, but wow! I mean, he would be. He would be. But um, anyway, yeah, I don't even want to finish this now. I want to. I want to talk <laughs> Fast and the Furious playing no, these stop. roles. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dawn Summers. Now, Dawn is a truly, truly uh, universally hated character, I feel, yeah. on this show. Uh, she's like the magical sister of Buffy, who Buffy's shows up and is like instantly a teenager. Half-sister, right? Yeah, I don't even fucking I don't remember. Mean, yeah. She just I just remember she appears, and, mm-hmm. and, it, and it was. It was some sort of, sort of voodoo, magic-y bullshit that happens, and then like she's there, and like suddenly it was like she was there the whole time, even though she wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, a truly obnoxious character, mm. and she's many, played by Michelle Trachtenberg. How many seasons is she on? From I think season five. Yes, uh, she had sixty-six episodes from two thousand to two thousand three. So what is that? Two, three seasons. Three, three, three seasons. seasons. So season four yeah. to season seven. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go Michelle Trachtenberg. That's. <laughs> I I feel like she could. She's still hot, and she's not doing anything. Anything. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, she hit it big with the Euro Trip, but you know that's. Did she though? No, no, not at all. I don't think that movie hit anything big, uh, except me, Scoozy. I don't. That movie hits me in the heart because I laugh so hard every time I watch it. I love that movie. I don't give a fuck. Don't tell Scotty. Scotty don't know. Um. Yeah. I honestly, I it's such a like like. Horrible character. I don't even want it's, to cast it's, it. Me, I don't want to doom. Yeah, it's kind of like for character. me, it's like Xander. Like you don't want to put someone in there to be hated. Yeah. Maybe we could put someone in there that could like improve upon it, make um, the character likable, mm. like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Ben Diesel. We could play a good Don. It's like Dom. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey shows up. Well, I'm your sister. I don't know. Right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Make for a weird fucking show. Yes, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. Although I'm gonna put this out there right now, I think uh, I think Matthew McConaughey would be perfect to play a demon or or the master vampire. Mm-hmm. Just or the mayor from was it season two, mm-hmm. where he his whole goal was to like uh, yeah 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 
tell everybody at graduation. It's all kinds of look. Sunny, Sunny, Sunnydale, Sunny, 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 Sunny Dale, Sunny Dale, Sunny Dale. That place is fucked up. Everybody, <laughs> it sits right atop a hell. So corrupt. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, either somebody either running the school's evil or being in a, a student they're evil or a teacher or a city official. Everybody, Actually, you know what? Everybody's fucking evil. Given from what I've seen from like uh, the Dark Tower and like the promo materials and whatnot, mm-hmm. I think Matthew McConaughey could play a pretty good brother Jacob. Which oh, the uh, Nathan, Fillion's, Nathan character. Fillion's character from the end. Yeah, very very small role, mm-hmm. but yeah, I could see that absolutely. I think I think he would serve as like if they have a um, does does Buffy do like villain arcs where like. It's the same villain across like the whole season, kind of. Uh, or? Yeah, where there's like there's a what they call a big bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. overarcs the season, and then there's a bunch of smaller. You yeah, know, lieutenants. I, I think Matthew McConaughey would be great as the as the big bad that. for like a whole season. Yeah, I, I think that'd be fun. Playing the game from the shadows, and then season finale. It's me now, yeah. boss battle again, and just out of the shadows, you just hear, "All right, all right, all right." <laughs> be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Hey, you slay vampires. <laughs> uh, what about Faith? Faith. That, that's a good one. Because it has to be somebody that can go toe-to-toe with uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. So now Faith is another slayer from the show that was played by Eliza Dushku. Uh, then she's yeah, gonna... I know you <laughs> know who that is. Nope, she's staying in. That's it. Done. <laughs> Faith is... Sold. Faith is one of those where she starts out a good guy and then kind of becomes a bad guy and then eventually becomes a good guy again. But she's sassy. Yeah, she's 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 a lawbreaker. Yeah, she, is. <laughs> <laughs> she absolutely is. That was really well placed, Danny. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I I'm sold. That's she's she gets just, my vote. It's just Eliza Dushku. Yep, yep, one hundred percent. I feel like you've been saying that a lot. <laughs> well, no, only only with characters that I feel like I they're regardless of like because if you look at Eliza Dushku, yeah, sure, she might have aged a little bit, but. I mean, she yeah, but, can still play her same role um, twenty years now. But she, I, just because she's I want to see be it. like seventeen, she can't like you can't have <laughs> Chloe oh. playing seventeen no, no, no. opposite yeah. like her forty year old playing. Yeah, 17. you Hold can. Up. Uh, Derek, you might like this. Maisie Williams. Oh, okay. I'm going to Game of Thrones okay. a lot, yeah. but it's because like you get a lot it's of character just, development. But it's on only show. because he really wants to get the fuck out of here so he can go watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I know that's it. He's no, trying to... but I think it's something I haven't seen Macy Williams do, and I know she's capable of it, and mm-hmm. I think she could play that role really well. Okay, all right, I can see it. I can give it to you. That in her American accent's really good. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, beyond that, the only other kind of big character I think we can really tackle is uh, Anya. Who is... What about Oz? Fuck Oz. Whoa. Fuck Oz. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, fuck you, Mike. And that's one of those... I'm going to side with Derek on this one. I think Seth Green could still fucking play that role. <laughs> I think he really he looks too. just as short and young as yep. he did back then. So... Uh, hey, let's be honest. He'd actually do it because he needs the money. <laughs> no, he doesn't need the money. Who, he's, he's sitting on that awesome powers. Who is she? Anya is... Uh, she's a demon... Oh. Who becomes a good guy when her powers yeah get taken away from her by Cordelia? Away. Yep, and then she ends up in a relationship with Xander, mm. and then she spoiler alert she dies. Well, that's awkward. Yeah, it's super kind of horribly super too. Fucked up. And was it the like, last episode? It was the last yeah, episode. It's, it's in the. It's near the end there, and if it's one of those things where if you've never seen the way the show ends, strap in. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. It is fucked up. It's and look if you. 
this is one of those things too where anybody who watched uh, Serenity and when Wash bites it, if you were like, no, there's a lot of that. In that like last that's episode. that's what he does. Like yeah. if you saw Buffy, that would be no surprise to you to be like, wait, like, eh, there's too many people alive in this. Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many characters. Just wait. Yeah. Then it's it's yeah. gonna get whittled down. All right. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, Xander loses an eye. <laughs> People get their skin ripped off. Jesus. Yeah, it's right. really a beautiful ending. It, it ends pretty pretty harshly for a lot of yeah. people. A wow. lot of potential slayers bite the bullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. You know, what's the apocalypse, man? Yeah. They're, wow. on, a, they're on a hell mouth. <laughs> the hell mouth. The hell mouth. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, so, but Anya has that very, like, her story arc is very much the fish out of water story because she's, oh, okay. she's she was a demon. And so right. she has to, like, start adjusting to being a normal person. And uh, I am actually going to go with Brent Spiner. <laughs> what? Wow. Plays a good fish out of water. I, I'm actually going to go with uh, Jessica Chastain. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm going to go Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> just to, I don't know, just to be different. Just, just because. Yeah. All right. I mean, she works well in a group setting. <laughs> With her friends? Yeah. Huh? Ah. Uh, and since fucking Danny has a hard on for Oz, <laughs> who, who would you cast as Oz? Seth Green. The Rock. Yep. Yep, badass werewolf. It's got to be the rock. That's the thing. When you think Seth Green, you don't think werewolf. Uh, no, no. <laughs> but, no, uh, no, you do not. Yeah. Apparently Joss Whedon did. Yeah, he did. That's one of those risky moves, I think, on yeah. the show to include werewolves because anytime, like, even movies don't do werewolves well. And they like, try no, to do it true. on a show where you have such a limited budget. Yeah. And I feel like that was one of the things they did relatively well yeah, I think they did too because they didn't turn it into like these like herky kind of jerky kind of werewolf transformations it was really just quick makeup uh, yeah. maybe very little prosthesis like nose prosthesis and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and, and just like a like a fur costume and yeah it. and it was it was a person in a costume it wasn't like a shitty oh, CG okay. werewolf it wasn't uh, American werewolf in Paris Oof. Oof. It, was, it wasn't uh, underworld let me tell you the only good thing to come out of that movie was the song "Mouth" by Bush? Okay. <laughs> that was a good song. That mix. That was, was a good, that is a that good song. Good. Yeah. Uh, God, that was terrible. <laughs> uh, oh, we got a, we got another suggestion here. Salma Hayek as Faith. Uh, I mean, she, maybe mm. Desperado Salma Hayek. How dare you? Or <laughs> nope. Sold. Yeah. Yep. You're down. Yep. I just I love her. I I know. I know. I love her too, but so are you? How, clearly so, not. So hold your on. affections have waned, we're gonna, Danny. We're gonna go, we're gonna deviate from Let's deviate. Buffy for just a second. How fucking excited are you to have Salma Hayek, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> Samuel Jackson in uh-huh. a fucking movie oh, together? Uh, all yeah, all yeah. being badasses. Okay, yes. so I know this has nothing to do with our current topic. Nope. The uh, only thing that can make that better is Antonio Banderas making a cameo. Yeah, I, I I think it's two, and they do it differently. But I think they are two of the best quippers in the game, <laughs> just hands down. Like the and they they quip differently, but God, putting those two, those two mouths going back and forth for an entire, I fucking sign me up. Well, here's the thing: I think Ryan Reynolds is just one of those guys that like he just works well with 
everybody. And like, like you wouldn't think like, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal is a really funny guy, but you've seen like the 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 promo material and the background material be- between uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds, like when they're getting interviewed for the movie Life, and the two are just going back and forth with one-liners mm-hmm. and quips, and it's it's friggin' hilarious. Like, there's like I think like a an online Kickstarter for them to do like a buddy cop movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. I have not been uh, this excited to see Ryan Reynolds in a movie since Deadpool. De- Deadpool, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm stupid excited for it. Yeah, no, I I am very excited yeah, for this. It's like two weeks away. Cannot, I think so. Cannot fucking get here quick enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. comes out on the 18th, I think. Is it the 18th? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, we will. I want to be there too. Can I be there? No. <laughs> okay. It's just us. <laughs> okay. God <in> love. <laughs> it's God love between two guys. Can you right. go home? All That's right. right. That's right. right. Adam company. and Steve. <laughs> Wait, what? 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 Huh? <laughs> Get out of here. You bother me. It's not Adam and Steve and Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Trevor. Get Trevor the fuck out of here. Uh, also, con- complete side note, I finished Castlevania. Oh, what'd you think? I really, really enjoyed it. Why did it take you so long? It's because, four episodes. No, I know. No, no, no. Because it's, uh, it's not... Uh, I'm I'm not a fan of shows that have like that kind of anime art. Oh. Um I'm just I'm just typically opposed to them and so when I saw that they were doing it and I saw how they were going to make it I was like, "Eh, I don't think this is really going to interest me." And then you had made a comment that you really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You know what? I'll give it a shot." So I've just been watching it. I yeah, you're right. It's only 4 episodes, which is the worst part about the yeah. fucking show. Right yeah. when it gets interesting. God, yeah. yeah. Hey, we'll be back for season two. Yeah, it really did just feel like one episode as a, that was a teaser that they just cut into four 20-minute increments. Yeah, that's and exactly like, what it was. you. Yeah, and the fact that it is, it's a 22-minute show. Yeah. And it's four episodes. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah no. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, <laughs> season yeah. one, constructing the team. Yeah. yeah. No, season two. I mean, dude, they absolutely wet the fucking appetite. Oh, oh yeah. For that. sure. Oh, Cause like, that's a, like, you think, like, think of things like HBO and stuff that do Game of Thrones and they do these short seasons to where you're just like, more, more, give me more. But four? Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Or a 50 minute episode? God no, you get, you get an hour, an hour's worth of content for an entire season and you're just like, I, please more. Please, I just yeah. give me, just give me more. But no, it's honestly, it's fantastic. I, I think the writing is great. Mm-hmm. Um, even the the art is great. It's violent. It's funny. It's super violent. Yeah. Super violent. I did not expect that. I, didn't, I wasn't like, expecting it. Demons either. ripping people in half. Yeah, yeah. viscera I mean, all over the screen. I mean, you know, I mean, and that's one of those weird things too, because it is based off of a video game. I mean, mm-hmm. Castlevania. That's what it is. Yeah. And so, I wonder how many people are going into it. Letting their kids watch yeah. it, yeah. and then yeah. you're like, "Wait, did he just rip that dude's head off?" Like, <laughs> like what, the first what just time, happened? The first time you meet your heroes, I'm Trevor fucking Belmont. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus! <laughs> and I love, I love the the voice casting in this. Uh, Richard Armitage, who uh, I've loved since I saw him on uh, Strike Back. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, oh my God, he's he's so good as Trevor. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah, and then the guy who plays Alucard does a great job, and the guy who plays Dracula too, also great. Yeah, there's the Dracula, ah, and we're back ah, to vampires. See, Coming full, full circle. circle. <laughs> uh, circle. Yeah, if you if you uh, have not checked out 
Castlevania yeah. on Netflix and you have access to Netflix, do it. Yeah, no, if you, you don't have, have access to Netflix, steal it and then <laughs> yeah. do it. Like, so. you know, normal people. Just go to a friend's house and uh, kill that person and take their Netflix. Just hit me up and for a nominal fee. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of $10 uh, a month. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, And on that note, guys, we've just got a few minutes left. Just a few. Just a few. Just a few. What? <laughs> Wait, what? 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 Just the tip. Just for a minute. <laughs> anyway, guys. Uh, so am I correct? Is it next week you're not going to be here? Yeah, I'm not going to be here next week. I have a, a wedding to go to. Ha! <laughs> Gay! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> where the fuck did that I'm come sorry. from? That I'm came from so, uh, Community years I'm ago. So <laughs> was where that came from. I'm sorry. It was totally uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just want to know how you know it was a gay wedding. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It's not uh, interesting. Who are you getting gay married to? Like, I don't, that's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where to go with this line of questioning, guys. <laughs> Just leave it alone. Okay. Just, all right, you're going to a wedding. So you're yes. going to a wedding. Yes. Uh, and uh, Jimmy's going to be here? Jimmy will be here. Jimmy's going to be filling in. Yeah, all right. Of the of the Jimmy show. Sweet. The, the, the Roy, Roy and Jimmy, Jimmy show. show. It's, it's the Roy and Jimmy show. I don't thing. know him. Uh, <laughs> yes, of the Roy and Jimmy show, also here on Chaotic Radio. Yep. Uh, Mondays? Mondays? Is it Mondays? I think it's Mondays. I think yeah, it's unless Mondays. they've changed days, it's Mondays is when yeah. their show comes on. So, uh, also f- funny guys. Yeah. You know, not just because they're comedians. Yeah. Uh, so check it out. Uh, what else we got coming up here, fellas? Anything? Anything big? Anything interesting? You got any shows? Uh, I do. Uh, August 9th. Also, that's a, that's a mighty large Sharpie you got there. Yeah, you like my Sharpie? <laughs> Why? The, the girth is what it is. <laughs> It's, it's well, impressive. it's the girth that gets you. It's impressive. Uh, I would like to point out that the Sharpie is its uh, appropriately named Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that until right now. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, guys, I'll I'll go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> gonna... you, I'm going to go ahead and put it in my stories <laughs> so oh, you guys geez. can all see how big my Sharpie would is. Would you plug your damn shows? Show it, to the, show it to the thing right there. Like, yeah? Good Lord. All right. What's up, ladies? It's huge. It's huge. Huge. I have the biggest sharpies. I have the biggest sharpies. My sharpies are not a problem. Much like my presidency. Sharpie Magna. Um, yeah, so shows? Uh, yeah, sorry. August 9th, which is Wednesday, uh, I am at the Ontario Improv. Uh, if you want free tickets, just uh, hit me up, uh, and uh, I will get you in for free. And for a nominal fee, he'll give them to you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, of course, this week also a brand new Dark Crusader comic strip. We're getting near the big season finale, everybody. The the city is being destroyed once again, and uh, it's up to our heroes to save it. So, what is that? Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Uh, as always, guys, you can find this in podcast form on our website, jackofallnerdshow.com. Uh, if you're not already subscribing to us on Patreon, please do so, guys. The sponsors, they cover our cost to be here, but there's other costs, website, overhead, things like that. Stuff breaks down, um, and it really helps us out if you, you know, become a patron on our Patreon, and we do additional content. Um, I I have actually settled on the movie we're doing this Uh-oh. this month. What is it? So we're doing a movie commentary. Are you fucking ready for this, guys? Because it just hit the, it just hit the Netflixes. Ooh. Uh-oh. We're doing Will Smith's 
Wild Wild West. You oh, son no. of a bitch. Yes. Ah. Yes. Ah. Woo. Yeah. No, and we're still we look. Uh, we, we had talked about doing Battlefield Earth as a request. That's still on the agenda, and we've still got Attack of the Clones on the agenda. But I want this. I want to get this one while it's hot. So. And it's, it's truly awful, so it <laughs> should be fun. Also, I don't think I've seen it since it came out. Poor Kenneth Branagh. I, I'm going to tell you, I don't think I've actually seen it. Dude, uh, really? Some high yeah. accent, you can see Ooh. your butt. Yeah. No, I, I, and if I had, I, I blocked it out. <laughs> wow. Well, you're in for a treat. God, no. Yeah, you are. Yeah. No, fucking giant robot Get some spiders. popcorn and uh, strap in. It's going to be fun. So that'll be available this month on our Patreon. And it's uh, that's for patrons only, guys. You get to hear us do commentaries, make jokes, talk about how terrible movies are. (laughs) While those movies are playing, playing. if you want. (laughs) You're welcome. So uh, you can do that at uh, patreon.com forward slash jackwellnerds. You can also find a link to it on our website, jackwellnerdshow.com. And, uh, you know, if you're on the Twitch, give us a a follow there as well. We're streaming this and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. All right, guys, this has been the Jack of All Nerds. We will talk at you later.